Hi, this is Arthur Karmazi, best-selling author and currently ranked as one of the world's top 10 thought leaders in organizational culture and leadership. And welcome to the Knights of Transformation. Today, we are going to be talking about gamification in relationship to organizational culture and throw in a little bit of leadership in there. But this is part one of an eight part series. So we're going to kind of keep it short and elite, but still kind of going through the little bit of the details in the background of gamification and what it really does, how it works. And this way you'll be able to kind of go through the whole process of being able to understand how you can improve your organization through gamification, improve your performance, improve your leadership, improve your organizational culture. So let's go ahead and get started, right? First of all, you know, even at least on any level subconsciously, that gamification is a form of measurement, okay? So just look at things that are fun to do to a certain degree when it comes to game. There's always some form of measurement. For example, if you're on Facebook, you're probably going and checking how many likes you got on a particular post or how many shares or the different comments, which is essentially the feedback. Okay, so things that are interesting to us give us some kind of measurement, either measurement against ourselves or measurement against other people. So measurement is the key to performance. When we understand how and what and why we're supposed to do the things that we're supposed to do in order to essentially achieve what is considered performance and how maybe we are doing this in relationship to ourselves a long time ago or other people or various other situations, we are now gamifying performance. Okay, so let's look at why this happens. First of all, emotional gratification we are instantly given the emotional gratification of achievement and diversity when we do any kind of gamification. Let me explain. First of all, diversity is essentially the key element of any kind of fun, right? Diversity comes from doing things that you don't usually do. So a gamified process usually will have some kind of a theme that goes with it, which kind of adds this element of newness to your real life. For example, when you first start a relationship with somebody, you're like, oh, you know, you're sending like text messages and you know, you're waiting for them to send you another text message and you got all the little hearts and everything going on and everything else. And then after you've been married for 10 years, you know, it seems like, well, it's just not the same, right? It's the newness isn't really there. So you don't really have that diversity, okay? Unless, of course, you work at it and do different things to make your marriage or relationship diverse. Now, same thing with work. You notice how sometimes, you know, you're starting a new job, you're very excited, you got like all these possibilities of the future, and then after about a month, it's like, when's my next raise? And so you've got this... This, this whole newness thing that happens with diversity. And you can keep that newness with a gamified process to kind of keep changing and up-leveling and moving 
people using some kind of a theme that takes them out of the normal reality. Okay, now the other thing that you get is the emotional drive for achievement. Now remember achievement is not something big. It is not about big achievements, it is about achievement, meaning even a small achievement, like checking your Facebook is a sense of achievement. This is why oftentimes we have time management problems because we're always focusing on getting our emotional drive for achievement with small things instead of looking for the big things that actually take longer to fulfill our emotional drives. So we get this emotional drive for achievement by even just looking at where we are or how we're improving. And remember, okay, when we're talking about measurement, it's not just about improving against others. It can also be improving against yourself, a, men a benchmark, okay, anything that basically helps you to show that you are actually learning something, developing, whatever. And speaking of learning, okay, let's look at the other mods you can add into your gamification. So, for example, you will have things like the emotional gratification of recognition. Okay, recognition means that people recognize you for these things. So for example, when somebody says uh, on Facebook, on one of your comments, wow, that's so great that you did that after you've posted, oh look, you know, I've just graduated from astronaut uh, school and people go, wow, that is so awesome and everything else, they're giving you the recognition for your, uh, for the, uh, work that you have put into uh, getting uh, your astronaut degree. Now, of course, this can be in anything where you are recognized for whatever you do. Now, remember, it doesn't just have to be, oh, I am recognized because I'm better than this person, but I am recognized because I'm part of this team that we have achieved this, or we have improved this, or I am recognized because I have improved my ability to do X, or I have developed a new skill. Recognition can come in all forms and sizes. Now, of course, then there's also the challenge part. And this is where, again, learning happens, right? So when we incorporate learning, learning new skills, learning new abilities, learning new ways to kind of deal with people, these also affect our gamification and performance potential, right? Or our performance gamification potential, where we can gamify our, um, our performance and work. And of course, the emotional drive for love and belonging, okay? We're not playing by ourselves. We're playing with other people. It could be team members. It could be uh, we're playing against a different department. We're playing in you know, all these different things. And of course, uh, we can be playing with a team against another team. We can be playing um, with a group of teams uh, you know, to see how quickly we measure up to specific benchmarks. Um, and we can you know, be playing against our own last week's performance or last month's performance. Okay, so, uh, but now when we add even more emotional gratifications, okay, then we're adding things like, for example, the emotional drive for excellence. Okay, so it's like just, you know, making it better than it needs to be. Okay, and we get this kind of like, wow, you know, it's like, I, it's just like that little detail that you add in there. It's not really a sense of, 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 of significance, recognition. It's just like, you know, it's just better than it needs to be. It's just got that. And it's like the environment, for example, that you're in. Okay, oh, I just want to feel, you know, good. And because this environment is exactly the way that I 
wanted. Now, the other thing, of course, you also get this emotional need for contribution when you're helping people. And you get all of these, the more emotional drives that you fulfill with gratification, the easier it becomes to get people engaged and perform better. Now, of course, the final one is the emotional need for security. You need to be able to play in a secure uh, environment, okay? So, because oftentimes you're thinking, well, gosh, what if I'm not good enough? What if, you know, it's it's like I'm not really the, the person um, that's going to be able to beat this other person? Or what if this person's always getting, you know, uh, better at this than I am? Remember, it is not always a competition against other people. It sometimes can be a competition against yourself or your team or specific benchmarks. So there's all kinds of different measurements. Remember, likes are not necessarily, you're not necessarily competing. Oh, you know, my, my friend got more likes than I did on their picture of a kitten than I got on a picture of my puppy. Okay, it's not like that. It doesn't have to be like that. Well, some people are, but well, okay, you know, that's, those people are, well, like that. So, okay, we don't need to compete always as long as we can see there is some element of progress and some element that leads us to see how we are doing against ourselves or with our team or whatever. And in order to do that, of course, we have to basically systemize hope. Hope and opportunity. That's what we're doing with our gamification. Okay? So oftentimes you'll find sales organizations, they'll, you know, have the leaderboard and everything else. And you know, and that's great to a certain degree um, if you're a good salesman. But if you suck, it's demoralizing. So you don't want to always do specific numbers, but you want to do uh, you want to essentially gamify or systematize the hope or the opportunity to achieve something bigger and better, and of course, the opportunity to get a fulfillment of those emotional drives in the process, okay? So what is it that we do with essentially the things that we can measure? We can measure leadership, we can measure cooperation, innovation, we can measure teamwork, we can even measure how inspiring we are against others, okay? So these elements of measurement can connect with possi or possibilities of improving your skill, your achievement, um, your recognition, and all of these different things, okay, by giving you gratification when you take steps that support those things that are being measured. And it doesn't always have to be about a sale or a specific um, tangible result, it could be about even just cooperating with other people. I took an active step to cooperate and I have been taking active steps and I get recognized, I get the achievement, I get the love and belonging because people are like kind of, you know, saying, wow, that's really good, like, 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 okay, and so therefore I am now gaining the emotional potential to, or the, the, the emotional drive to do even more, okay? And of course, we want to index everything. We want to make sure that people actually are seeing what is going on, okay? So is it connected to the bigger objective? What is the bigger objective, okay? And then again, what are the benchmarks to achieve the objectives? And, okay, what other objectives are related to the whole thing? How do you, re how do you connect all of these 
different objectives. Okay, and remember that you are not alone. You got to get people involved. Which departments? Which people? Okay, which uh, if you're in a relationship, you can gamify things. If you're with your if you have kids, you can gamify homework. Yes, yes, you can. You can get people, your kids, to actually want to do homework because of gamified processes. Okay, without having to compare them to oh, you didn't get an A. Again, you know the other people got an A. Well, you. You know, those, those smart kids that are smarter than you, they got an A. How come you're not getting an A? And then stressing people out rather than you know, helping them to build their potential through different ways that they appreciate and that makes them interested. Okay, so how can you gamify your homework for your kids? How, you can, how can you gamify homework for your uh, team? Um, to improve performance, okay? So that is basically all that we're talking about today. But in the next video, we're gonna be taking it to the next level and we're gonna be looking at the objectives of gamification. So how do you, once we know what, okay, that gamification is about measurement, it's about emotions, okay? Now, how do we set objectives for gamification? So that will be in the next video. Meanwhile, if you want to check out your corporate culture, okay, identify at what level of culture evolution you're at, please go to cultureevolution.com and take the free, did I say free, free assessment to identify your organizational culture. This is Arthur Kermazi wishing you great success.